Hello, good morning everybody, Ozzy here. So last, late last night, um, Ben and I recorded our uh, murder podcast, um, and last night we did uh, a cult each, and uh, let me tell you, uh, went down a dark alley on both, on both ends. Uh, I went first with LFDS, Warren Jeffs, just a very sick, sick man, and uh, he deserved what he got, and uh, yeah, so check that out, and then after that, it was uh, Ben, who had the Heavens, Heavenly Kingdom from Old China, uh, Stories Will Blow Your Mind. Just ridiculous, ridiculous, man. Um. Anyways, enjoy it if you can. Here is our conversation. Hello, welcome to Aussie Tales. Welcome back to um. Been on the podcast tonight. Hello. How's it going? It's going all right. Going all right. <laughs> I picked huckleberries today, so oh. that's that's my one summer activity that I'm gonna be able to look back on. Mm. That sounds uh, that sounds sounds great. It's delicious. Uh, yeah, well, huckleberries are a really good fruit. They make good shakes, pies, etc. So that's what I've been thinking. How much did you get um, picking today? How much did you did you bring home? Well, I was late, of course, so. I, I don't know. I, a, a few cups worth. Okay. That's not bad. It's enough, it's enough for a pie, I believe. Okay. Let's have a pie. Uh, or pancakes. Yeah. Or pancakes. Yeah, whatever. Absolutely. Well, I've just been home um, watching uh, watching TV all day pretty much. Um, but uh, that's, that's what I always do anyway. But How's um, Unsolved Mysteries? I just started. Actually, I haven't started yet. I've had to play, hit play before you uh, message me, so. Oh, okay. I was watching something else before that, but uh, yeah, no worries there. Um, it's it's the, it's the new version of it on Netflix, so not the old old versions that I've never seen before. But yeah, people seem to like it. Yeah, it's not too bad. I'm episode three, so not not too shabby. But uh, tonight we're gonna do uh, one cult one cult each. Uh, I think we're gonna do uh, Heaven's Kingdom from China, I believe. The Heaven's Kingdom, yep. From Asia or somewhere around China. China, yes. Oh, okay, China isn't sure. And then, uh, then I'm then I'm doing a FLDS Warren Jeffs, who's a sick motherfucker. <laughs> so, and a creepy one at that. Uh, That's right. Yes. Yeah. So, do you want to go first? About him, so. go first? What's that? Oh, yeah. I don't know much about him, but uh, I feel it's creepy. And you're gonna bring the the awful child molesting into this. I don't. Oh yeah. Think... Oh yeah. yeah. I There's a lot know. of uh, turns hmm? and a lot of turns and uh, s- swerves and uh, yeah, it's it yeah, lots of lot of stuff in there like to cover absolutely absolutely on Warren Jeffs. Okay, uh, well, I don't know about it, so I'm I'm looking forward to hearing about this. And I just got out of the car a few minutes ago, so uh, how about you go first, and I'll just okay, go out and listen, and then I'll I'll do my thing. Okay, that's not a problem at all. Uh, okay, so um, Warren Jeffs, pull this up here. FLDS, which is 
fun for the fundamental fundamental Latter Day Saints. So basically, a faction of Mormonism, basically. Okay. But but the Mormon, the LDS, they don't practice. They don't do polygamy. That's the major thing. Anymore. Anymore, FLDS still does uh, practice polygamy, even though I don't think it's legal. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, okay, so here we go. So, so Warren Jeffs was a cult leader. Well, actually, I'm sorry. I, I should say he was a church leader or maybe cult, uh, kind of a, what do you want to call it, of the FLDS. He had uh, 80, 87 wives, uh, self-proclaimed prophet, and at least 60 kids as well. Um, by the mm. way, one of the kids he had actually committed su- uh, suicide here in the last few last few weeks. Uh, who's on a dog mm. I watched? That's kind of kind of sad, but because uh, he just couldn't take the pressure anymore, I guess, of being his kid or whatever. But um, now he has a real fucking creepy voice that will give you chills up and in- your spine. So if you have a chance, if you want to, you can watch the doc in A and E. About Warren Jeffs and FLDS, it's it's really really creepy. Um, him talking, but uh, some of his followers committed suicide because of how he was treating them, and mm. uh, his father cut off his family from the outside, and uh, the world has his house surrounded by cement walls. His father was also a polygamist, so you know. This is Warren Jeff's father. Yeah. yeah. And he had a little compound. Yep. Or a big compound. Yep. Yep. Uh, little con- yeah, the two compounds. We'll get to that also, but uh, yeah. So it's just a little. He wants. This is just. This is just the very start. Like his his home, his childhood home was just cemented, cement walls, and then that's where Warren Jeffs had the idea and so forth. Okay. Uh, make a huge compound in uh, Utah and Arizona, other, mm. others as well. Um, now, as a child, um, woman, uh, as a child, he was a woman, was a peeping Tom, um, and it's speculated that he was molested as a young boy. And by his dad? Uh, well, it says, actually, what it says here is interesting. Um, by his three sisters. Mm. I'm sorry, he did it to them. I'm sorry, he did it to them. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, that that makes more sense. That that does make more sense. Yeah. So he was most now didn't did it say who who he was mostly by first? Mm. But I I assume it's his dad. I'm I'm assuming. Okay. But he did molest his sisters as well. Three sisters he had as well. So he give and taken that. Give and take on that one, unfortunately. Um, now, he was considered as God of the FLDS. And what he was doing was covered by religion. So, big surprise there. Um, now, in Mormon Mormonism, um, if you have three wives, you go to... <laughs> this is so crazy. You go to lo- lower level... If you have five wives, you go to the middle level of heaven, mm. uh, I, I should say. 
I'll just, I'll just, uh, if you have seven wives or more, um, you go to the top of heaven, even though polygamy was banned a century ago, but the FLDS still practice, as I was said, said before. I would think that about actually, that. That actually makes sense to me. It's like you got the, the bad ending, the okay ending, and the good ending in a video game. You, <laughs> you collect all the wives. Right. It's, it's but bizarre. I guess it max out it maxes out at seven, but he yeah. he got he had seventy plus, huh? Well, he 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 had a at least says eighty seven wives, eighty seven. So he must be up there. That's an S plus rating for sure. That's like yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, all right, and then Warren was abusing children from the very beginning. He remember uh, who was nine at the time said. That he put his hands up his shirt, his her skirt. Sorry, she put put it, her his hands up her skirt, climbing a tree. Mm-hmm. When uh, nine years old, so oh, that's uh, that's definitely not good. Well, for another, a different person, I could say that could be a reasonable. That could be that could be an accident, but probably not in this case. No, he he had a long line of abusing children, and it's. Uh, disgusting um non-stop apparently yeah yep yep and he would use scripture and doctrine. the pastor i assume right what's that the pastor well i guess he's did you say he's god as well he's a self self-proclaimed god yes mm. like he told him himself he's god so and a, and, a, and a prophet too so i guess it must be true I mean, I, I didn't think that that's probably not too common in FLDS. I don't know what how much of an offshoot it is for Mormonism, but I think it's the same except for just like that one, that except one. Except for the, the polygamy add-on, right? Yeah, that's mm. the major difference I think in the two. Uh, I don't know for sure though, but that's my that that that, that that's my grasp on it. But. Um, he would use scripture doctrine to groom his victims. Like, like he'd say like this says this, I can do this to you, blah, 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 all this stuff. And he sexually, he sexually abused both boys and girls. So he didn't really okay. have a preference. Unfortunately, um, in the religion slash cult, the boys were taught uh, men were inferior to inferior to women. And you couldn't tell your mother that was happening to you. So you would be quiet about it as well. So definitely a lot of uh, under the rug happenings in the FLDS with Warren. I assume, I assume they were told they couldn't tell their dad either. You know, um, that was mentioned, mentioned in the documentary I watched, but you know, I don't know. I would assume not, I guess. Mm. But I don't know. Um, now his father made up the doctrine called keep sweet, uh, meaning always smile. But if you look into your eyes, that actually tells the story of the pain these kids are going through. So keep sweet, keep sweet. So as a, that, that's the number one thing. Keep smile, smile all the time. Don't frown. Don't be mad. Just smile. That sounds super creepy. 
but uh, yeah, not, yeah, it's got nothing to do with like preserving their virginity or something like that. No, it's no, like, it's like it's just like you don't want to preserve, um, make sure people on the outside that want to make, make sure there's nothing wrong on, on your outside, not you know, so they're not gonna tell anyone all, mm-hmm. the, stuff, all the stuff, you know, get me in trouble and all that. Um, and the prophet controls what happens on the ranch, meaning Trump Prophet, VK Prophet, uh, Warren Jeffs of the FLDS in Utah. He determines what you can and cannot do. And most of all, controls who you marry. Mm. Yeah, well, once once he declared himself that he's God, I pretty much just assume that uh, he, he's given himself the, the power to do everything. Yeah, He's a prophet. So, do they have an apocalyptic, uh, apoc- apocalyptic worldview? Do they? Is that coming up for them? Um, I don't think that ha- came up at all in the documentary. No, that's no. just a thing. Yep, yep. Molest apocalypse. <laughs> exactly. Um, now, one example: they drive down to Nevada to marry these kids in their designated uh barn hmm. and uh so it's a classy place to do this why do they have to go to nevada for it i have no idea I mean, if they're just doing it in a barn they could have they, a barn in utah i'm sure they do sure they do but you know yeah i don't know it's just what they do i guess yeah, I guess. uh let's see. all right so, the, so the, this, this one girl who was 14 years old uh, was forced to marry her stepbrother, and she didn't like it, but she had to. You didn't want to upset the prophet, old A.K.A. Warren Jeffs, or else you would be in a lot of trouble. Mm. So, the woman's dad died. Oh, so so Warren's dad died. Uh, who was the prophet before him? Uh, Warren told the elders that his dad told him to marry 20 of his dad's wives. So that happened. And he had a young, young boys testify that they saw that. And so now he's the new prophet. So let's, they, they want to they went a little out of order on the documentary, unfortunately for that part, but yeah, so basically his dad died and he had 20 of his wives and and all that they really yeah they've got a lot riding on this polygamy system yeah they do it's ridiculous it is ridiculous like 20 wives from the the previous prophet then he becomes the prophet yep and he made the boys tell the elders that 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 uh his dad told him that he was the next guy in line Hmm. because they were gonna have like a vote but he's like, nah, I'll be, I'll be the prophet. So okay, yeah, that's how it goes, I guess. I really, are, I have no faith in these people like uh, voting in a positive way, anyway. So exactly, um, exactly. And uh, he was a greedy son of a bitch. As prophet, you would give ten percent of your income, then. He would ask for five hundred dollars in addition 
then it, it jumped to 1,000, then 2,000. Um, he was out running a, a scheme and nobody knew it. They bankrupt the school district. Wait, is this weekly? Um, yeah, I think so. Hmm. They didn't really say. They just said it's five hundred dollars and this and that. But I would assume like might be monthly, weekly. I don't. I don't know. But the school they have yeah. on the camp on the campground went bankrupt. So. Hmm. Oh wait, is this their own school that they're running? Yeah. Okay. They, they bankrupt the school because he asked too much and all in all this. Um. Now the cops in the area were sworn to protect Warren Jeffs because he had them uh, he had cameras in every room on the compound to constant surveillance like 24-7 Big Brother's watching mm-hmm. he's watching anyone that does anything and uh, so he pays uh, he pays the cops so they don't have to you know tell them I guess or turn them in also, mm. very, also very corrupt in Utah as well it looks like now uh Jeff's arranged a marriage between a 16-year-old girl and a polygamous cop. Mm. Um, she ran away and told a reporter, and that cop was arrested, found guilty. Uh, so that's good. Um, and Jeff's figured they would come after him next. So he told his cult that he had to get away on the run on the premise that God wants him to view the evils of the world. Thoughts hmm. on that? <laughs> uh, he's probably, probably seen plenty already. That's a, so see the evils of the world. So he's going to take a tour like a Disneyland, like, um, like devil's night, like the Amish do. Well, I guess, cause he went like, he went all around the country. Uh, like he went to Disneyland, he went to resorts, you know, just had a good old vacation time. Just kind of sampling, sampling the evils of the world. You know, more right, right. Uh, world. Now, my now thought my thought is look, look into a mirror and you'll find the evils of the world right there. Oh, yeah. That's it. A- absolutely. Um, so the state of Arizona was first to file charges against Warren. So, Warren oh, Jeffs. I never even filed charges against him. He took the, he took the tour of the evils of the world for nothing. Well, Arizona is the first state to file against him. To oh, file charges. But I thought, but didn't he flee from Utah? He did. Okay. That's well, a, this the, this stock is a little out. Sometimes it's a little out of order on the stock. They go back and forth. So, okay, just keep, keep that in mind. <laughs> a couple things here, but yeah, so they were the first to file charges against Warren. So. So Warren Jeffs bought a bunch of compounds around the country because it became too hot in Utah and Arizona. Mm-hmm. Basically, he wants to hide somewhere. Basically, is what he wants to, wants to do is hide, you know, in these. And he's got all the money at this point. He's re- absurdly rich. So. Oh, he's he's loaded. Yeah, but he doesn't um, leave the country. Nope, I don't think he left. You no, know, he's all all in the U.S. Um. Basically, a uh, place of re- a refuge and uh, had his had his cult members borrow money, max out their credit cards, 
so he can build three refuge compounds in Colorado, South Dakota, and Texas. Mm. So he's having his his members pay for it, basically, as well, for three of the compounds. And every few months, he would come back and bring home a new wife ranging from ages 11 to 18, 11 to 16. Mm. Yeah. He's like in his fifties, maybe forties at this time, or maybe a little older, but, um, what's in it for these cult members anyway? Are they also getting a bunch of wives? Oh yeah. Everyone's getting wives. Everyone's getting kids. It's a happy family. Uh, Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they're 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 polygamous, so yeah, they all produce and get married and all that, all that good stuff. Um, Warren Jeff excommunicated a ton of the young boys. Um, okay. Yeah, and after that, Warren Jeffs was added to the FBI's most wanted list. Surprisingly, uh, yeah. yeah, on the run. Those, well, it's probably better for the boys to, they're probably better off after being excommunicated. Well, the issue with that is is that all their friends they knew were on the count on the compound in Utah. They have no, they have no outside life besides the count, the compound. So hard to get a job without, hard to, to get a job or go to school. It's true. Really. It's who you know, not what you know. But still, if the only people you know are Future polygamists, and eh, better True. off with drug addicts. Yeah, I heard some rough stories though, but yeah, it's better than being a cult for sure. Um, and then Warren was eventually caught August of '06, so I guess 14 years um, ago. 14 years uh, on your own. Wait, uh, so August of '06, you say? Yeah. Was on the run from since 1992. Um. No, it wasn't. A, it wasn't. I'm not sure how long it was. It wasn't very much. That wasn't very long of a of a of a chase. I don't think. But as Bundy was caught, how was how was Jeff's caught? You think? Uh, okay, I was just about to ask. Please tell me he was caught in some super embarrassing way. Um, uh, was he caught uh, speeding? It was a tra- traffic stop in Las okay. Vegas, and the cop found him with like an eight year old girl on his lap or something. Well, what he found was, um, so he was in Las Vegas in an Escalade with uh, tons of money, tons of disguises, tons of fake IDs, and tons of phones. So, yeah, like phones, fake IDs, disguises, tons of money. So Man of mystery, huh? Man of mystery, indeed. Um, now, uh, in prison on the phone shows him talking talking and saying i'm not the prophet i was never the prophet and i have been deceived by the powers of evil and i have been the most wicked man than he's <laughs> what really he actually he actually had some kind of moment of self awareness that's um, shocking yeah well yeah, we'll get to that in a minute, but uh, 
also, after that, after after a little while, he, he denies what he said and everything, all this stuff. But um, then, then uh, after, and then he's, I have been the most wicked man. Then he starts crying, mm. and but he guy, cries in a creepy way. Oh, yeah, and he, uh. concludes, he concludes by saying, "I'm sorry from the bottom of my heart of the weakness of my flesh, and to tell anybody." I was a liar. Farewell. Oh. That is so creepy, what he said there. Well, farewell. This is wait, This is a, from prison? So what is he, talking to someone through the, the glass thing or the, what? The glass. Like, he, he had one of, the, one of his uh, um, members from mm-hmm. the cult was there. And then he had much of people also outside the glass also mm. giving him the message to his people basically is what he was doing. Sound like too bad of a message. Didn't he wasn't he just saying Culpa? Yeah. And later he denies that he ever said it also takes it back or whatever. Later on he says I didn't say this, you know. But um charges were Two felony ch- counts of rape of rape of accomplice. Um, trial began in tw- 2007 in Utah, and he was found guilty and sentenced to 10 years and pr- to life. But the Utah Supreme Court overturned the ruling in 2010. Mm. And that's the first thing. But don't worry. Uh, 2008. Cops raided uh, Warren's compound in Texas, and they removed 463 children from the compound in Texas alone. And in addition, in addition oh. they kind found... of took their sweet time getting around to that. And what's that? They kind of took their sweet time getting around to that. How? He was in jail a while at that point. He was in jail for just a year. Yeah. Well, all right. Actually, sorry, three years. I guess, he, yeah, he was there for, for about a year before they got to the Texas one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also found, uh, oh, a bed where the marriages were cons- consummated. Oh, God. Okay, I think that's the, I saw a portion of a, a video which I think incorporated that. Yeah, it's it's uh, eerie, very eerie, and and it says by older men and young girls, and records and photos of the girls. And Jeff's had Jeff's had sex with girls as young as twelve years old. Well, you said you said it brings home wives between ages eleven and sixteen, so right, you guess even younger than that. True. Yeah. Well, that's that. That's um, yeah. I guess you're right there. I guess the doc's a little off there too. But you know, it is what it is. All right, three more things, and then we're done with this one. Um, so he goes back to a to trial. He does the Bundy thing. Goes, I'll represent myself. Mm-hmm. Loses and gets life in prison, plus twenty years. Would be eligible for parole when he when he's a hundred years old. 
Um, so yeah, and then his cult followers refused to believe that, and Jeff did all these evil things and don't believe his confession that he has on tape, mm. on video that I watched myself. And finally, to this day, uh, he's still running the cult from jail. And I'm not sure how this can still happen. And that is the story of the FLDS cult leader, Warren Jeffs. Uh, <laughs> whatever happened to all of his uh, wives? They must be, well, at least all adults by now. Yeah, probably lots of things happen to them because it's a ton of people. Yeah, they're hard to, you know, to. Um, they're not looking up. for a lot of publicity. That makes sense. But um, th- there was one I told you earlier today. Earlier, I told you this earlier, but um, I listened to a podcast, Dateline podcast today, mm-hmm. and it it was an hour and a half special with FLDS survivor from Rebecca who who got away from the whole life and. She was 19 years old at the time, and Warren Jeff's father married her at age 85. And so, she oh, was, so oh, she was one of the ones that he he married after his father died. Well, no, his father before he died married her at age 19, and she was and he was 85 years old. And yeah. he died at like 91, I think it was. But she was the one that got that got away, told the police, and that's where this all where, where this all came about because of her her story. And oh, did she have a dramatic uh, escape story? No, it wasn't really dramatic at all. She she, she just ran she ran away. That's all. That's all. Okay. But but if you have a chance though, definitely listen to that podcast or watch the video. I watched the doc. I watched the video sent to you earlier, um, Dateline, but uh, it's really good. Um, yeah. So, your thoughts overall on uh, Warren Jeffs and the FLDS and how all that went down? Well, as far as the Westers go, he does seem to be one of the creepiest. Yeah. And his voice is just—if you listen to his voice, it's—it's it's, uh his whole his whole manner, his whole look. Looks, very warm looking. He looks I like think. a fucking child molester, yeah. plus like a freaky circle, also kind of kind of vibe. Yeah, classic child molester. Keeping Tom. Classic creepy preacher man. Yeah, he, he's just pure evil, is what it is. He's just evil. All right, let, let's hear your uh, Chinese cult of a jigger. All right. Well, boy, there's a lot here. So okay. obviously, going to be the, the very, very broad view, how to kind of generalize, and that's kind of uh, on point, on topic here. Yeah. Because uh, I got into this. You said you wanted to do another cult, and I'd been thinking a little bit, or a lot, or anyway, more than usual about China, just because. Uh, uh the the state of things right just uh watching watching my own country spiral into <laughs> hysterical madness yeah it seemed like a nice idea to focus on other countries insanity even though that 
this uh, hysterical madness I mentioned, big part of it did come from China. And uh, let's see, I was irritated because something, something, oh God, what was this, back in March or February? Yeah. Someone was ditching, bitching about co uh, calling the uh, COVID-19 coronavirus the Chinese virus. Someone was complaining about that. Yeah. And that bothered me. Right. Because that is obviously uh, accurate naming. Right. So, what was the connection there? Uh, I don't know. I'm just listing off my irritations now. <laughs> anyway, China, China's terrifying. Right. Always. Always. There might have been like a golden period in China where things were kind of okay. And mm -hmm. I don't know when that, I mean, it's 5,000 years. So, maybe there was probably some good times in there somewhere. But sure. back when this takes place, uh, when I'm going to talk about was definitely not one of those times. Mm. This guy, Hong Zi Quan, Quan yeah. was born in 1814. And the, yeah, this is uh, a long time ago. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> the events we're going to talk about are, it's this war that's going to happen. It happens almost the same time as the American Civil War. And in the American Civil War, you is about quarter or uh, three quarters of a million deaths. Yeah. This Taiping Rebellion, many more, Ooh. and that's that's one of the things with China. It's uh, it's big numbers. Right. Everything's just a lot bigger. Yep. It seems crazily out of proportion to what we're used to. Absolutely. So this guy, Hong, he's a kind of lower middle class living in China under the Qing dynasty. And he wants to become a civil servant to kind of raise himself up. Hmm. That's uh, that's how you do it there. Gotcha. You have to take a test, hmm. become a civil servant. It's a very hard test. I couldn't get any details about it. It's... I don't know, harder than that bar exam that lawyers in America are always complaining about. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, he's like the 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 golden boy in the, the family. He's uh, yeah. uh, good looking and smart. And since he's going to become a cult leader, we can assume pretty charismatic. So his yeah. family is really pulling for him and they, they support him. You know, they they're they're working extra hard to uh, help him get ready for this big test. Because it, uh, you know, it uh, reflects well on the family, and in fact, the the whole the whole town. In fact, they're all kind of pulling together. They're pulling for him. He's he's the star, and right. so he goes. And this is a very hard test. Apparently, it's the if you if you do get one thing wrong, you, you failed the whole thing. That's oh, it. okay, okay, China. Uh, yeah, well, I read that one place. It's. Hmm. It's tough. So he takes a test that he's studied for for years for, and you have to pay a lot of money to take it too. They towns oh, putting throwing money in the pot so he can do this. He takes a test and he fails it, mm, 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 mm. and that's pretty bad. Right, right. And a little background here in China: what the situation is. Like I said, not a golden period. Probably, I don't know. 
like maybe an average period the the times that are coming are going to be one of the the dark periods like the great leap forward so we'll, we'll say it's an average okay average level of misery and poverty all right the the rulers in japan or i mean not japan china or the the Qing dynasty they're from uh, manchu as in manchuria so it's kind of outsiders running the place the han chinese or the majority ethnically mm. they're not in charge uh hong is a uh, he's uh, not han chinese but he's uh well he's you know, more Chinese than the Manchu, I suppose. Sure, yeah. And uh, the Manchu are, I don't know, corrupt, average corrupt, average levels of corruption. There's bandits roaming the countryside, bothering people. There's pirates. pirates. That's kind of the situation. Okay. Uh, there's also been a, a, an explosion in the size of the population. Mm. So, but there has not been an explosion in like agriculture. So, not really enough food and stuff to go around. Right. Tech- technologically, they're behind the West, specifically, they're way behind the British, who have uh, recently had what's called uh, the opium war with China. Oh, yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. You know about that? Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, colonialism. Lots of bad stuff goes on. This, this is one of one of the worst examples, though. Really, right? Yeah. So, okay, you already know about that. Yeah, Britain's pushing opium to yep. China. All right. So, and that humiliated the uh, Qings. The 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 government. They look pretty weak. So, what I'm saying is the that's the the groundwork has been laid for for a rebellion, or actually many rebellions. Yeah. That's what's going on. Meanwhile, Hong takes the test for a third time, and uh, like uh, movie rules, is the third time is this, it's the big one. That's when he's got to come through. Okay. But this isn't America. He doesn't. No strikes. He fails again. Fails. <laughs> and his oh his mind snaps basically. Oh. Yeah, he's like uh, he, he he can barely walk. He's a mess. He manages to get home to his family, yeah. And then he does, well, really what I would do, and flops down into bed and basically goes into like a panic coma. Oh God! Yeah, I don't believe that's actually a thing, but <laughs> but he he's out of it. He's having a, a mental break yeah. or something, right? So he's and he's gonna he's in bed for. Something like months. Wow. Yeah, this is epic. I mean, I've I've stayed in bed for a long time, but this bed, is bed sores. Bed sores, maybe is that confirmed? <laughs> uh, I would think so. Yeah. Well, he he does for for periods, uh, rise up out of bed and act semi coherent, but mostly he's just in bed. And then oh, okay. while, he, while he's down, he's having visions, dreams. Of course. Uh, yeah, something. This is all coming from from what he's saying, obviously. But right. in these, we'll, we'll call them, we'll call them visions. Yeah. In, in his visions, he uh, kind of ascends to heaven, mm. and he meets a a, a big figure dressed in black. There's a there's a black dragon in there somewhere. Oh wow, that's cool. Okay, but uh, 
All right. He meets this big figure with a uh, long golden ZZ top <laughs> style beard. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll come to find out later. This, uh, this, this guy is actually God G O D. Oh, the G O D. Yeah. Yeah. He won't quite put that together yet, but uh, this, okay. this, this figure, this guy has a, a message for him. He's very displeased with, uh, the people of China for letting letting foreigners rule them for uh, he's not he doesn't really like this Confucius guy and that's the main that's the main uh, religion in China or the right. main belief system Confucianism is also Buddhism Taoism but uh, not not stuff with the, the old Jewish God and this guy doesn't like it. Hmm. And he gives Hong uh, a sword, and uh, I didn't I didn't write it down, but it's one of those swords that's got it, its its own name, so it's a pretty yeah. cool sword. Oh, okay. Yeah, and oh yeah, in addition to God not liking these foreigners that are running st- things in China, he tells them they're also demons, mm. and that's what the sword is for yeah. for killing the demons. The kill demons, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think at some point God introduces introduces his son Jesus, and tells tells Hong what his relationship is to himself and Jesus. But in this epic epic dream quest, he uh, apparently passes through thirty three levels of heaven, oh. uh, slashing and spinning with his sword, slaying demons all over the place. Huh. And uh, when he becomes tired. Uh, uh, female angels or uh, something in the female form gives him fruit to energize himself <laughs> so he can keep going oh my God. Keep passing through the levels of that heaven and crazy yeah if, oh. if that sounds like a video game yeah it's that's because that's exactly what it sounds like it's basically like bubble Pac-Man. bobble Pac-Man. no nah, bubble bobble okay i don't know what that is gotcha you yeah yeah i don't think you have you, no you do eat fruit in pac-man you do yeah yeah but still, bubble bubble. Okay. Now there's there's lots of possible parallels there, but yeah. that's I do love that this dream he has. It's a pretty powerful vision. It sounds great. Yeah. So he's had this breakdown because of this this stupid test. Now, and now, is he, is, now is he high on this, or is he just like sober? No, he is not partaking in the opium that is okay. ravaging the country. Okay. It, that would make sense. That would complete make complete sense but i suppose if he was taking opium he would kind of leave that out of the story and his family probably wouldn't contradict him but that's no one's no one said that he was okay so he wakes up and his family members think that he seems kind of different like a little little taller little more maybe smarter maybe i don't know better that's at least that's like one of his what one of his brothers says yeah so he's feeling a bit better, and you, you really should be after a goddamn three-month-long nap. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, he tells his family, yeah, I had some, some dreams, and they're probably like, yeah, I, I bet you did, because you were asleep for a really long time. But he, he goes back for some time to his, uh, his job as a uh, – uh, he's either a school teacher or a tutor. Oh, yeah, this test, by the way, is to, it's a civil. It has to become a civil servant, which is or uh, a scholar. I guess those are the same thing in yeah. China somehow. 
it's basically just the, yeah it's how to be upwardly mobile and eventually he takes the test for the fourth time and he passes but, well uh. but before that it's at some point but I, I told you what the, the main beliefs were belief systems were in china uh, christianity had not really not really caught on in a big way in fact it was kind of kind of trying to keep it out but after the british won the opium war one of their conditions they put upon the chinese was they had to let missionaries in so there were some of them roaming around mm. and at some point uh, while he was getting ready for one of these tests, took a little pamphlet from one of these guys, and it was yeah. uh, was he good words for admonishing the age? I think mm. is what it was called. It's basically, you know, it's a pamphlet. They can't, uh, they don't have the paper to print out whole Bibles, so it's, gotcha. you know, kind of some ex- excerpts and summaries and things like that. And yeah. uh, Hong Hong puts it on his shelf. Mm. Doesn't doesn't pay it much mind, but. Yeah. I think it was uh, sometime after he'd had his uh, his big long dream session. Huh. He looks at it again, and it, it is at that point that he realizes, like, oh, that was uh, that guy with the beard. That was God, right? And the other guy was Jesus, huh. and the third guy was me, and I'm Jesus's younger brother, aka huh. God's other son. Oh god damn. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Well, yeah, that's so I think he tells his his family this too, which is sure. got to be a little bit awkward because he's kind of like disowning his parents in a way. Right. Um it's my real dad. Yeah, it's like I guess it's kind of a come up. I don't know. They might have already they might have thought he was insane. I mean, yeah, yeah they probably did. His cousin came into it though. <laughs> yeah. Well, his family are among his first uh, converts, and I guess I guess that actually makes sense because there's quite a bit in it for them. Because it's like, if he's the son of God and they're related to him, then that means I don't know. It's obviously some kind of a come up for him. Right. He does go and take the test for a fourth time, like I said, and right. uh, I believe you know. Since he thinks he's the son of God at this point, I, I doubt his heart was really in it. Right. So he starts, he goes on the road. He's like, screw this test. Yeah. And along with that, screw the Qing dynasty that uh, kind of, I don't know if they invented the test, but they're they're making it part of their system. And he, he would, rather than do this test again, he'd rather just tear the whole system down. There you go. Yeah, so he's got his own he's got his own version of Christianity that's he's done a little bit more studying beyond this pamphlet, but it's yeah. mostly I guess it's mostly the pamphlet. It doesn't seem like he really takes too much from Christianity and or the old or new testament, except for, you know, here and there stuff he likes. Sure. But the main thing he seems to like is himself, since he's of course. Yeah. yeah. So he goes on the road with, uh, I think, uh, his cousin and uh, this, his, his friend, Feng. Mm. And the little trio, actually, maybe the cousin gets called back, but they, they get converts surprisingly quickly. 
or shockingly quickly. And it's because, you know, I guess people don't really have a lot to lose and they already don't really like the government. And right. he can, uh, some, he, he's, they're armed. That helps. Oh, yeah. For that sure. helps everything. Yeah. At first, he's just kind of proselytizing and and vandalizing. He he really he has it oh. in for Confucius and uh, basically all the all the the old belief systems that don't put him on the second highest pedestal. Now, so he's doing vandalism of temples, tearing down stat idols, statues. Uh, oh, oh yeah, I guess okay. So you can see the little pieces he's taken from. From like the Old Testament, you're right. Tearing down say, idols, yeah. I was, gonna say they don't, I was gonna say they don't. They don't have spray paint. I guess spray cans in in that day. No, they just like, gotta just gotta break them. Right, right. They might actually have some kind of paint, but I think it's mostly just breaking the idols. Yeah, Makes and sense. that naturally ticks some people off. And of course, they do. They do get into fights over it. There's uh, violence becomes part of this pretty quickly. You don't say. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Let's see. And eventually they even, uh, he gets, eventually they've got 10,000, 10,000 of these guys. Ooh. They're organized into a group. It, this is, did I say what the, what the, I didn't give any years, did I? He took the first test in 1827. Second oh. time he did it, he took a 10 year break. Wow. Second time was in 1837. Uh, or maybe that was the third one. At any rate, 18, eighteen forty-eight is when he and his uh, buddies they're starting to roam the countryside. And his his friend Feng, they start off. They're called the God Worshipping Society. So pretty pretty basic name. Sure. I guess it works though. I guess they're emphasizing God singular, so it's monotheistic. So that's a bit of a change. Yeah. For the locals. 1851. Oh, no. Whoops. All right. So they're roaming. They got 10,000 of them. They're uh, getting more and more converts. And you know what? I'm just going to skip to 1853. Okay. They've got like, I don't know, a freaking million converts at this point. They've got enough people that uh, they've they've taken over they've had sieges and they've taken over towns oh they've my kind God. of got they've gotten the attention of the authorities but the authorities uh th this isn't the only rebellion or crazy cult or secret society or any of that in town yeah chinese the Qing dynasty's got like four or five of these to deal with as well as the british <laughs> and french and probably russia too their neighbor to the north oh yeah so they don't really, really get the attention of the authorities until they take over freaking Nanjing, uh, more recently known as Nanking. And this is uh, once the capital of China. It's not the capital anymore. That's Beijing. But, Beijing, but yeah. it's, it's a huge city. Huge, God, huge, huge. I'd imagine so, yeah. And, well, they've gotten the people to take it over. And when they do, they kill something like 30,000 of the Qing authorities and soldiers inside. Holy so shit. that's a pretty big massacre. 30,000 people. 30,000. Wow. Yeah. Not the first massacre. They had one earlier when uh, 
uh, Hong, one of Hong, when they were uh, passing by a village that they apparently weren't planning on uh, taking over, but uh, one of the guards on the wall took a shot at at the group and killed killed Hong's best buddy Feng, and so Hong turned around and just killed every single person in the town. That's not ideal. Yeah. Wrong place. Well, wrong I guess. Yeah, the whole thing's wrong. Yeah. But anyway, so point being, it's not their first massacre, but it was definitely their biggest. For sure. All right. So this is now his, this is his compound now, the city of Nan, Nanjing. And mm-hmm. this is actually where he's going to spend the rest of the story because he's doing pretty good. And let me tell you some of the uh, some of the other. I'm I'm not going to focus on the uh, war aspects of the story. Okay. I'm gonna I just want to try to focus on some of the cultish a- aspects. Sure. Just uh, keep in mind that there's there's a multiple. A war going on on multiple fronts pretty much all the time but yeah. he hong will just be hanging out in nanjing yeah so some aspects of his of his religion here or his cult it's like i said based on based on christianity incorporates a little bit of confucianism just because i mean that's what they know in china even though he's going on and on about how much he hates it but he's right. still gotta gotta throw people a bone yeah. And let's see, there's a few good aspects as well as uh, the bad aspects. First off, uh, it's kind of, it's pretty puritanical. The outlaw, opium, uh, tobacco, smoking. Huh. Yeah, I mean, opium's illegal in China already, so. Right. But taking away all the fun stuff. Sure. But. An example of just how they they go quite a bit further than most everyone else. They he also outlaws sex huh. for everyone, I guess. Gotcha. Even even people that are married. Huh. Yeah, the idea being that they can people can start having sex again once they've achieved their their goal. Which, by the way, is they've now it, they've renamed themselves the Heavenly Kingdom of great peace oh that's now and he is the heavenly king hong of course yeah so yeah this is he's really declared himself and he's also he's been talking talking a lot of shit about the Qing dynasty and Mm. after he's taken after he takes nanjing he makes it official like yeah i'm going for the whole thing i'm i'm the new in fact he says he already is the new emperor okay yeah and let's see as far as the whole no sex thing. What else is there? Uh, obviously, no idol worship, no Confucianism, whatever. Not, not a tolerant bunch. Right. But he does have some uh, some ch- societal changes in mind, like men and women are now to be considered equals. That's good. Okay. That's nice. Except they're also yeah. they're also <laughs> supposed to be strictly se- segregated. So. Oh. Okay. So they got he's got kind of his, his separate but equal thing. So right. Not that good, really. Right. And plus, uh, there's a uh, all all women combat groups, squads, 
platoons. I don't know what they're called, but that does yeah. sound pretty cool. And they yeah. do actually fight and uh, have various victories. I couldn't find any specific stories about it. Hmm. It sounds it sounds neat though. And yes. and going along with that, he he outlaws foot binding, which is you heard of that? Uh, mm, no. It's one of the grossest things ever, like in China, in in the whole world. Mm. But it's a Chinese thing. It's the thing where eh, you've probably seen, well, the like an image of a, a Chinese woman, kind of like uh, just kind of mincing along, like there's something wrong with their feet, and they're just kind of like walking on their looks like they're walking on their tiptoes or something. Right. And they just yeah. Well, that's that's because their their feet have been when they're at a very young age have been broken oh completely broken and bound uh in well whatever they used to to bind them right so essentially uh, through a excruciating process they uh the feet are deformed and they're basically can't be used as like regular feet anymore that is fucked up yeah and why they would do this uh i don't know yeah aesthetic purposes hmm. or just to this is a very brutal way to kind of keep women subservient right i i don't know it's kind of mind-boggling yeah it's like just under like female genital uh, mutilation is like the worst thing ever yeah yep so we outlaws that so that's a good thing uh-huh. but but mostly he sucks. Yes, mostly. And of course, in 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 the cult leader manner, he's also a huge hypocrite. Of course, uh, he's got like uh, God knows how many concubines in his uh, his royal mm. palace. Not as many as Warren Jeffs. I'll tell you that much. <sighs> uh, probably more, actually. Really? I would I would think so. This is this okay. goes on for about fourteen years. Fourteen years. Okay. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's I don't. Let's see. Uh, he gets in there in nineteen eighteen fifty three. Well, he probably has concubines before he gets to takes over Nanjing. So, yeah. yeah, over the course of fourteen years, he probably ran through way more than seventy seven concubines. Got you. Okay. Yeah, and there wasn't anything about him getting it, huh? Well. I don't know about his. No one said anything about him getting into opium, but gosh, it wouldn't be surprising. <laughs> anyway, never mind the opium. All well, right. the the British are, are are going to mind the opium. Actually, they're going to start a second opium war along oh. with the French. Yeah. So that's just one of the things keeping keeping the Qing dynasty out of out of Hong's hair. So. Hong, like I said, he's just hanging out with his concubines. He elects uh, four or maybe five five kings. It's like the king of the north, king of the south, king of the east, king of the west. It's kind of cool. Kind of reminds me of a boss in Dark Souls, but it might actually be five kings, which ruins it. Hmm, okay. But anyway, uh, they've got some of them have cool nicknames. Uh, like, and uh, one of them is one of them is apparently a faith healer, and one of them is called the Voice of God. Oh, and I don't know if the other ones had superpowers or not, but the voice of God is uh, the, the very, I think, the most interesting one and the most terrifying because his thing was 
he would well he would act as the voice of god as in like god is speaking through him is the idea sure and he would do this by uh speaking in tongues mm. i don't know if you're familiar with that i am yeah it's called yeah glossolo glossolalia mm-hmm. yeah and it was well it must have been pretty pretty scary because he would he, since he was being interpreted as the actual voice of god then people would have to do whatever he, says. he said to do and he would pass out death sentences oh my through tongues okay. and i don't know if he, i i want to say i don't he, he couldn't have really had a translator because i wouldn't work so i guess he <laughs> would do it and then and then people ask him so what the hell was that about and then he would say well what i said was you 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 and you all traitors okay and they'd be executed mm, swift yeah, it probably swift. There, uh, there's torture involved sometimes, but uh, mostly, I guess uh, they did hangings. I think the beheadings were the most common way of going about things. Right. So, all right. So here's some of the some more culty stuff, and okay. also kind of Godfatherish. So since Hong is the son of God, he's uh, he's the number one guy in this organization, but obviously god outranks the son of god right right so even though hong is the number one man he has to do whatever uh the voice of god says when he's speaking as the voice of god yeah so he probably didn't think about this first but it might you can kind of uh kind of guess what's going to happen well yeah power power corrupts absolutely yeah. and all that so it's not too long before the voice of god starts kind of uh tweaking hong a little bit yeah and the voice of god starts making little suggestions about how he thinks the the heavenly kingdom could be run a little better <laughs> how uh, he thinks hong's son is uh being kind of spoiled and uh maybe hey why does hong even have a son since we're not supposed to be having sex haha <laughs> uh yeah stuff like that and also you know having you know ordering people to be executed for basically whatever the reason the voice of god feels like right so it's pretty obvious where it's all leading up to eventually one day the voice of god is going to say hey i speaking as god uh disown this asshole over here you know who's really cool this guy who's been acting as the voice of God, you should listen to him from now on. Yeah. And that would be that. But Hong has him killed before that. I figured as such. And then he has his family killed. And then he has all his supporters killed. So that's like, I don't know, several thousand people. I would imagine. Yeah. So. And some of the, uh, one of the other kings comes back uh, to Nanjing, you know, just, hey, check it in. And what? You killed how many people? He's yeah. not too impressed. <laughs> things are oh, yeah. Things are the downward spiral has started. They they had some they made a move on Beijing. That's the actual capital of China. You yeah. know, a, 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 a bit after they took Nanjing, but they didn't make it. They got within like seventy miles or something, and they yeah. were rebuffed. And then so they think came back to nanjing and yeah things just started spiraling 
Mm-hmm. And Hong, who, you know, obviously he says he's a son of God, so that's the tip off right there. But he's really gone full on insane, malevolent tyrant bastard. For instance, he's got like two people fanning him when he's sitting on his throne or whatever. Oh, you know, fanning away insects or bugs. Well, that's right. not bad. I would like to have people fanning me sometimes. But what <laughs> I wouldn't do is if one of them actually touched me with the fan, you know, by accident, right. I wouldn't have them like beaten mercilessly with uh, whips or sticks oh, or whatever they're doing it. But just the okay. extra little tweak that yeah. really, really puts it over the top is while, while this is happening, they have to thank him for it. Thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but not not in a cute animal house way, really. Right. So, I mean, and I'm sure there's uh, probably hundreds and hundreds of other examples of uh, what he's what he's turned into, but I, I think that one kind of covers it. Absolutely. So, let's see, where are we? Uh, eventually, China has dealt with uh, their other half a dozen other rebellions, and... Uh, they actually, things are a little, things are funny with the British. They go, they keep going back and forth between having wars with the British and then having the British fight. Well, basically Britain doesn't give a shit about China. They're just trying to make money. And it's, right. it becomes in their financial interests to uh, ally with China. They're not really all that allied with China. They're just, uh, they're, they're fighting the the Taipings, the heavenly kingdom, because they need to protect their opium trade and their other various trades. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So this, all that stuff with the voice of God, that was in like 1856. Yeah. So 1860, they had another failed attempt to take Shanghai. By oh. 1864, it's it's all coming down. Uh it's the well there was help from some british and some americans but but by 1864 the chinese the qing dynasty the the government has nanjing surrounded and there's there's no nowhere to go there's no there's no help on the outside so it's all coming down unfortunate hmm? that's, a, that's unfortunate unfortunate well, yeah it's not fortunate for Hong, but he's had a pretty charmed life up till this point, really. That's been sarcastic. Yeah. Besides failing those tests. <laughs> exactly. Four times. Yeah. Three times, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the end of Hong. Uh, let's see. There's there's not really a, a super official uh, take on how he <clears throat> how he died, but yeah. most, the version that I usually get is. They've been under siege for a year or so, or longer, and mm. so obviously that means there there's no more food, right? And so people, people, he makes a rare appearance, and people are asking him, "Hey, what can we do for food around here?" And Hong, in very religious mode, goes, "What are you talking about? God will send uh, manna from heaven, and uh, we're okay. all set." Okay. As in, like, yeah, from the Exodus story. Yeah. And then, all right, so the, the version I usually, I've heard the most is, so he eats some weeds from, you know, that are just kind of growing around the palace. Oh, Jesus. Okay. And he dies from, dies from food poisoning. That makes so, sense. 
Yeah, well, I don't know. Would you really have like poisonous weeds just growing around the place? You might. I don't know. You might, but I would think you want to get rid of those. Yeah. Because I mean, how many weeds like are just growing around that are actually straight up poisonous? I imagine. I think they just you know not digest well. And but the thing, yeah. I, all right, the version I like more is that uh, he's like eating all these weeds and then he just dies from starvation because weeds aren't food. Right. That makes sense. But he's got like his religious fervor. He just keeps eating it and eating it because he kind of, he's trying to transubstantiation. Yeah. It's too late for me to try that word. Exactly. Anyway, (laughs) you can't, you can't turn the weeds into food just by believing it. Anyway, I kind of like that version more. Than I do, poison, I do too, actually. It, it poison weeds. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's dead. His uh, uh his son kind of gets to take over the I think his son is like 14, 15, 16. Oh shit. Yeah. That kid's kind of well, he he probably is a spoiled asshole. So yeah. Maybe he might have he might have done some stuff so he sort of deserves it, but he he really inherits quite a mess. That sounds like it. And he does escape from the city, unlike almost everyone else. But right. he gets captured later and killed. So that's oh. for him. But so eventually the government forces get into the city and you can guess what happens next. A massacre? Yes. Yeah. And by my count, that's like three, three. gigantic yeah. massacres that have happened in Nanking within 100 years. Yeah. I mean, that must, that's the most, that's gotta be like the most haunted city in the world. Absolutely. I mean, the first one was 30,000 people. This one's gotta be, I didn't write down an estimate. It's like, it's like everyone. Wow. Cause yeah, the war's over. They're not the, the, the Qing dynasty, they're not taking chances. There's plenty of, extra people around and people are starving so having less people is going to be kind of good anyway so they just kill everyone okay makes sense i mean everyone that can be remotely uh connected to the heavenly kingdom of peace yeah and oh yeah they were kind of commies too sort of commies yeah i didn't when i was listening to their beliefs i left out that big one yeah like no private property communal living all that crap I figured, so, I figured they were, so, they're trying to... Yeah. So, China. the question yeah. is, uh, why why have you never heard of this before? Yeah, I don't know. Did I give why? you the body... Did I give you the body count? Did I start with that? Or, the, like, the you total estimate for... You did how many not. People? Okay. I didn't... Maybe no. I said how many people died in this... So, all right. Do you want to guess? Big numbers, remember... For people who died, massacres and all that. Yeah, in the in the course of this uh, Taiping rebellion, I'm gonna go three hundred, three hundred, three hundred thousand. Mm, no. Too low. Well, that's even less than the, that's less than half of the the American Civil War. Mm. So you got to compare the size of like uh, America and China, sort of, oh, and extrapolate. And also, if the Civil War lasted fourteen years instead of Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Two million. Mm, You're on the right track. Some of those numbers are right. You need to add uh, 
like four more. Six million. Sorry, uh, I'm sorry. One one more digit. Two point one million. No, it's twenty million. Twenty. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Like I said, just late. The the math. Is, that was oh. a reach for me. Yeah. Sorry. And that's the that's the lowball estimate. Estimates, oh my god. Estimates run as high as depending on how they're counting it, like uh, thirty million up to 70 million but that's incorporating like uh some stuff like people that weren't born because you know gotcha. there would be parents were dead that's kind of a stretch but yeah right. i mean so at least 20 million is i guess a fair fair to oh. say oh and that is in that's in 14 years yeah and that is wow. insane and that's like uh, i mean like if you're counting in like stalin terms that's 20 statistics yeah that's 1.4 million per year. Crazy. Mm. Yep. It's like I said, big, big numbers. So the question is, why have you never heard of it until now? And yeah. I, by the way, I had never heard of it until, you know, like I said, I was kind of reading stuff about China and yeah. then I came upon this and I may have come across the worst typing rebellion in like a, a list of like, uh, you know, statistics, biggest, biggest conflicts ever, but basically right. never heard of it before. Yeah. My yeah. guess is government, maybe had it on a closed down. I don't know. Government had it like a hush hush. for No, a no, not really. No, not at all. They, they knew all about it in England and France because they were actually involved. Oh, there were a few right. Americans involved as like mercenaries, but oh, uh, we were, I mean, we were, well, America was having its own civil war, so like, we were right. definitely into our own stuff. But I mean, you know, we never, we had never heard of it in our lives, and I probably in the 20th century it was not much talked about either. Yeah, I mean, uh, in in America, right? It, it's because as far as the conflicts and numbers, World War II is obviously the 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 grand champion, and this is right, right after it. This is more people than died in the first World War. That's crazy yeah it's more you know uh, that's more people than americans have ever lost in every war combined exactly a long shot yeah that's not even I mean, a comparison actually that's not so not even close right why do you, do you know what why it was on no no one's ever heard, heard, heard before until recent until like recently or is it just like an unknown like an unknown thing it's well no one's really come up with an answer i all right i'll I'll throw my idea and it's the only uh it's the only original thing that i can maybe contribute by the way my main source for 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 this i listen to a bunch of podcasts i'm not yeah. gonna list them all i'll say that the best one was uh history on fire i just tried to kind of remember remember stuff from that with uh yeah. daniele bolelli and it's, it's it's good it was worth the five bucks five dollars yeah uh yeah very good but yeah all right i'll throw out my idea why no one has heard this and no one has really every time every podcast i listen to at some yeah. point they're like why have i never heard this before exactly yeah all right you ready for my theory it's I pretty am. dark okay i'm fine with that yeah all right here it is the reason we hadn't heard about it before is because it didn't really matter much mm. yeah 20 million people dead didn't really sure. matter much. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It's a because, you know why? Because nothing fucking changed besides there being 20 million less people. 
China went from having the Qing dynasty in charge and things being kind of crappy to China having the Qing dynasty in charge and things being kind of crappy. Right, right. Maybe not kind of, maybe very, but yeah. And yeah, that was it. That's the darkest thing I can think of, and it's the best explanation I've heard so far. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. So basically, this cult, they pretty much, they killed a lot of people because they don't like what they do and all this stuff. So uh, kind of- yeah, I mean, yeah, there's there's plenty of uh, politics involved. Like I said, there's a whole, basically, it's generally presented as like a big war story. Right. But uh, yeah, well, they, it's very typical cult in in lots of ways. Oh um, yeah, it's just it's just because it's China, it just got way way fucking bigger. Yeah, twenty million. That is yeah. just at the yeah, it boggles the mind. Pretty much. 20... Yeah, there's wow. no way to wrap wrap the head around it, wrap the mind around yeah. it. Well, that is a crazy it's a story. Amazing. It's kind of when China's that answer to Om Shinrikyo. Yeah, that's true. Wow, that uh. Actually, way, way before Om Shinrikyo, but yeah. Wait, yeah, wait, yeah, way before his ass came around. Mm-hmm. But uh, wow, I don't know what to say. Um, that is like one of the coolest, not cool, but like you know, things to hear. Uh about history and uh it's, it's it's definitely wild i just like the funny part is just about the dreams the visions and then like this that's like six months six that, months in bed and all that i gotta say that that was the best hook to get me into the story i love that but, dream too i also listen yeah. to i'll i'll do it i'll say, mention one of the podcasts it was called uh history impossible and oh, i heard that yeah it had a you yeah it had a really good rundown of that of the the dream too it really hooked me into the story, and nice. yeah, History Impossible does a, a, a lengthy, several-hour-long uh, look at uh, one of the, the American mercenaries that was had a significant role in fighting for the the Qing Dynasty, which is pretty cool. Absolutely, um, I want to see what I watched on my thing, so I can give a credit of what I uh, watched. Um, was a documentary on A&E called Warren Jeff's Man of Evil or something like that. It's evil, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it, it's like an hour and hour and a half. But uh, it, yeah, I would definitely recommend watching uh, that documentary. That's the one you linked to, right? Yeah. You can um, send me a link oh, for it. Oh, 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 here it is, yeah. It's Warren Jeff's Prophet of Evil on any. Get the any app. You log into the login, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 something um, for sure. But uh, it's getting getting late here. But uh, I don't know if I can handle. I, I I don't know if I can handle any Warren Jeffs tonight or oh, ever. No, 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 Is he dead like, yet? Just tell me that. Did oh, he no, die? He's still, he's, he's still going. Oh, well. He's still. Uh, yeah, he's still uh, get, get the job get the job done at uh, the old age of uh, he's still active. Oh, gross! Sixty four years old. So he's young. Sixty. Uh. Yeah. 
He's uh, 64 years old and he's still in jail. And uh, still got still, plenty of time to get out while his dick still runs. Still runs. Well, he's eligible for parole and when he's 100 years old. So when he, oh, okay. So probably not. So. Well, really? Oh, that's great. Well, hopefully he's in pain from cancer or something. All right. I hope so. Hope so. But uh, this is fun. Uh, we'll talk probably uh, September or no, sorry, October probably Halloween ish. All right. We'll do a new, well, a new theme at that point or something else. I'm gonna try to think about Tank Man from Tiananmen Square because that's like the only <laughs> nice thing I can think of from China. What What is that? I, I don't even know what that Tank is. Tank Man. You know. You know. You heard of the Tiananmen Square massacre? You seen the picture? I heard. I have not. No. No. Oh. Well. Yeah. Check them out sometime. I don't know if just the picture alone, the context is pretty important, but. Okay. Well, kind of makes me happy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it'll do anything for you. It makes you happy. Kind of. It's like, a, it's like symbolic. Mm. And it's actually, it's, it's, it's actually, you know, pretty sad because that guy got killed just like all the people in the story. Oh, here's, a picture, here's a picture of it. Actually. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Gotcha. So it's not quite the triumph of the human spirit, but it's at least the human spirit being present. Yeah. For sure. Wow. Crazy stuff there. All right. Well, I'm going to head off to bed because I'm going to about to crash out here. I'm going to do about the same. All right. Well, thanks for inviting me, Ozzy, and telling me about uh, another gross man. (laughs) I always do. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. Good night. Good night.